those of you who don't know this, ladies love me, uh, Chris Brown and Justin Bieber. Shout out to Justin Bieber. Boys in detention. Boy in detention. Yeah. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. My name is Akeem. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Uh, Jake, how's it going, dude? Oh, it's going pretty good. I'm just excited. I'm really, I'm kind of half paying attention to the podcast just thinking about the fights that we're going to be watching tonight. <laughs> We'll see if they happen. How crazy would it be if it just Oh, didn't? man. If it canceled... I mean, I don't think they could cancel this this soon. I mean, the the fights start in three hours. Yeah, and, and the early yeah the early one's already going, right? No, it starts at 6.30. Okay. So we got an hour for those, and then... No, I think it's pretty much happen, happening, but uh, shout out to... Um, one of the fighters did test positive. Oh, so shout out him? Yeah, shout out him. I hope he's shout out, sponsored by coronavirus. Sponsored by... <laughs> That's our only sponsor. We're sponsored by Corona. Yeah. Virus. <laughs> we'll be talking about Slime and B, the Young Thug, Chris Brown collab that came out. That's why Honestly, we picked a little sounds like old... Cardi B and Nicki Minaj collab before. A little bit. Chris Brown. <laughs> when... <laughs> this is not a collab that we knew we needed, but we'll we'll get into that. I don't know if I needed it. Uh, we'll get there. <laughs> um, some, some other stuff that came out. Lil Durk uh, dropped his album little tj state of emergency um along with young thug and slime and b with chris brown or bris breezy however you uh want to refer to him bris breezy yeah bris breezy just because y'all wanted to to um or just because y'all waited i don't know what i'm we can't, can't read talk. i can't we read can't well, talk. yeah i can we talk can't i just read. can't read um by little dirt i went and listened to that it's pretty good i like little dirt i haven't i haven't really listened to it yet i listened to state of emergency and i thought the first track was actually it came out pretty strong, but um, I didn't dip too far into that one. It's only 22 minutes. Maybe we could do like a little quick. Little I need, quick I need to listen to him a little more because I don't really don't really have a big presence. Hey, on dude, you're missing somebody from this list. Who's that? Dropped. Who's that? Hey, dude, he's a legend. If you say 6'9". The brown boy of all brown boys. Oh, yeah. Navarage. <laughs> Jeez, I, I tried to, to listen. I really did. I gave it a good, good little spin. I like the Pop Smoke song, Pop and I like the Pop Smoke song, <laughs> and I like the Pop Smoke song. I like the intro. I kind of like the intro. I thought the beat on that one was pretty good. Um, that was I, the I, first time I'd heard Turks, and I know you didn't like it. <laughs> I, the Travis part was. It, I was like, okay, that's all. You know all. what? It grew on me the second time I listened to the, within I, the context of this horrible project. Spoiler alert: not that great, but um, it's within the context of the project. It's actually not that bad. Uh, I really thought when I heard uh, Nav's feature on Legends, which um, that was on Uzi's um, Love is Rage, not not Love is Rage, uh, Lil Uzi Vert vs. the World no. 2, um, it was a, I thought his feature was actually really good, so I thought maybe he was going to change up the, be a little bit more melodic this, this go around. No, it's still AI uh, learning to rap. It's yeah. pretty much just programmed. Nothing. I mean, rap. really, the only feature on here that saves the whole track really is the Pop Smoke one. No, like I, Turks, I can't really go to. I listen. I, Don Toliver was that feature was not good enough to save that song. Young Thug's feature was not good enough. Young to Thug's save that. feature was very boring in comparison. 
Uh, Lil Uzi Vert, actually, I thought that was his, their most lackluster song yet. And people are like, those two don't miss. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It was a snooze fest. I love, I don't remember what song it was. I can't believe we're already trashing. I don't remember what song it was, but he talks about playing sold out shows. I, I don't have numbers on this, but in, in my opinion, the only sold out show Nav's ever played has been a festival. Or the one he opens when, when he opens for the weekend. OVO, yeah, when he opens for OVO Fest. Yeah, when he opens for OVO Fest. And then he goes, he, I bet you, Nav is the kind of guy who looks out at that crowd and goes, Wow, I can't believe all these people are here to see me. <laughs> I, I just, I can't. I like, I like some of, I will say this is the most tolerable NAV project, and that, that that's not saying much, because uh, NAV's catalog is really an embarrassment to hip-hop. Yeah, like we've said it before. If you're a NAV fan, please educate us as to why. I, I actually posted on YouTube, on my personal uh, YouTube page, I posted... I would. I have never met a NAV fan in person. Please tell me why you're a NAV fan. And people were like, "I want to see what you look like in person." Na na na. And then they started like getting mad, but it also had a shitload of upvotes. Yeah. Um, because in reality, NAV and French Montana is another example of this kind of artist. These are artists who get who are who were put on by somebody bigger than them. Yeah, and but they French... are they pay a premium for features. French Montana has. Hits, though. What hits does Nav have? Nav has been on hits, though. Much like French Montana has been on hits. Don't say French Montana has hits. If you can name me a French Montana song that you would listen to he, where it's only French Montana, there's find not. me that song. Exactly. That's told Dab about Nav. I said, go listen. I said, find a, a Nav song by himself. I said, in fact, go listen. we'll listen to Brown Boy, <laughs> yeah. and you'll hear why I don't Oh, like that, that. You know what I will say about that song, though? It sounds like it's a meme. Like It really sounds like he's making fun of himself. And if Nav were more self-aware, I would actually say that that was a Computers aren't self-aware yet. You're right. You're right because they haven't reached a singularity yet. But when they do, Nav will be self-aware. Um, this is also the same guy, by the way. You can find this article. It's a complex article, I believe, who says, I have a Lamborghini truck, yet nobody pays attention to me. Like, he was, like, uh, surprised that paparazzi don't stop him. So... Again, Nav is a person who wants to live the rapper lifestyle, but has none of the charisma of a rapper, has none of the lyrical skills of a rapper, has okay, okay production, and he has friends in high places, and he somehow has made a lane for himself. And everybody who says that him and Travis and Uzi are in the same lane... No. Stop. Thank you. No. Absolutely fuck not. Him and French Montana are in the same lane. DJ Khaled at least has the ability to curate good songs. French Montana claims to curate good songs. Again, I don't believe that that's the case. He says that he has a uncredited production on um, uh, Power Glide. Yes, which, by the way, if that's the case, I'll take back everything I said. But well, there's a reason not. that he's not exactly. publicly he's credited not for credited. it because I don't think he really is of credit for that. Because Power Glide, if you guys don't know, that's a fucking anthem. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's there's your review on good intentions. Good intentions. We're not going to review it. So just go ahead. Yeah, we just give did. me your give me your review. Give me your note score. There's no, yeah. There's <laughs> nothing on there for me. No. Uh, six nine puts out Gooba. Yes. How, how many more iterations of <laughs> stupid? <laughs> Look, get how many baby words is he going to come out with? Who knows, dude. Get your money, I guess, while you can. What did you... What Did you watch the video at yeah. all? Okay, so what What did you think of him having over 2 million people on Instagram live? 
Oh, apparently it crashed think? YouTube for it a crashed short YouTube. while. Sixteen million views, I think, in some or thirty-four million, maybe now in twenty hours. Um, again, we knew that Six Nine's ability to attract attention—that's not a secret. Uh, he's been—it's been kind of anticipated for a while. He's been commenting on posts on Instagram, sort of sliding, you know, his two cents into everything. Um, what did you think of the video, though? I mean, it says. I mean, there's not really any creativity except for his all the rainbow colors. I mean, what more can you really do in your backyard? You're pretty limited. But, I mean, as far as knowing that it was put on in the backyard, the production quality of the video is pretty high. Right. Um, I mean, I, I like the song. I think, I think the production... It's got 43 film, million views. 43 million views. Jesus. In a day. 24 hours. Yeah. Um, which is amazing. And I don't know very many other people that can do that. Maybe Drake, but... What I think, what I think is, the song came off as like a big f you to everybody. He he even turns his head into a rat. Yeah. Made a video, which okay, it's it's funny, but I told this to Jake. Uh, artists like Meek Mill who are critiquing Six Nine for being a snitch, um, and then for him to come out with kind of a shoddy excuse saying that would you remain loyal to people? Who, who piped down your baby moms, who kidnapped you, who beat the shit out of you. Hey, man, Jake, what did you say? No loyalty amongst thieves? Yeah. If you're willing to associate with the kind of people that you did, if you are using these people to put out hits for you, allegedly, on Chief Keef, you you have no... Hits room. as in bang, bang, not yes. hits as in no, not radio as, hits. Yeah, Treyway, not those kind of hits. Um, he, he, I mean, he committed... He's just as guilty as those guys. The difference is... He was willing to sort of just sell out, and which you know, for a rapper like him, it's, it's easy to sell out. Yeah. Uh, I I I think I told Jake this. I think his popularity is going to be short lived. I think it's going to be kind of like a little pump situation. Um, I will say, and Jake said this too. He does have a better ability to garner attention. Yeah, he can navigate the internet and and utilize it better. I think. But look Lil at Pump Lil Pump, Pump 2018. He was doing this. He was just as doing all the antics. He was doing all the you know. He was more so uh, doing antics with drugs. But <laughs> yeah, uh, Zancakes. Yeah, the Zancake. But I I don't think we should discredit or look at Meek Mill, Snoop Dogg, Fifty Cent, um, other uh, a plethora of other artists as as haters. Which six nine will always throw that word around. Yeah, and you got to look at it's not hating. It's it's just facts. Yeah, look at Bobby Shmurda. Bobby Shmurda could have done the same thing. He could have easily snitched and gotten gotten out of it. But he's I think not age out till age is a is a big difference. Bobby Shmurda lived that. I mean, he lived the gangster life from childhood. Right. Up. Six nine did not. He inserted himself in this. He bought and, his way in. Yeah, and he, I didn't. I guess in my mind, in my opinion, he didn't think he had to play by the quote street code and because I don't think he feels it doesn't apply to him age. I th- he didn't live that life. So he doesn't realize how strict that is. And it doesn't surprise me when rappers like Snoop Dogg and 50 cent are like meat mill are like, no, I'm done with this kid because yeah. that's against how they live their life. Right. And I, mean, I think the age difference in the generational gap is really what makes that difference. I mean, that's definitely a very good point. And also I will say, and we we're said not going to, we're not in that kind of lifestyle. So I'm not calling him a snitch or rat. I'm just saying, if you're in hip-hop, which, and you're in that specific lane of hip-hop where you're propagating this image of somebody who's like a goon and a thug and who's got all these people behind you, you cannot then go and switch it up and, and snitch 
and then still hold that same image. It's, yeah, and it's contradictory. He, when he, with this song, he really only the only violent line he talked about hitting somebody with an uppercut or something. Yeah. Which, so, me, which uh, six nine, I think you've seen him hit a hit a heavy bag. It's that uppercut's not doing any damage. Well, you should it, bring a gun, my friend. If he keeps, if he kind of switches the subject matter, I think he may see a little bit ex- longer of an extension of success. You know what I could see him doing is going down the Latin rap lane and just doing more Hispanic yeah, well, like features. Yeah, like the Anwell Double A mm-hmm. or whatever his that name is. Anwell Double A, dude, his voice is horrible. His vocals are terrible. I could not listen to the. He did a song with Lil Pump called The Luminati. Oh, it's bad. Who oh, cares? it's so bad. No, I think he'll have a means of making money for a while, but... I mean, look at the people who he's making music for. Yeah. Like, do you think real gangsters were listening to 6 No, it's, it's 15-year-olds who play Fortnite. Um, yeah. But I will say, the track is good, like, on its own. It's it's a very enjoyable track if we're just talking about the music. But again, with 6 9 you can't separate the music from the person. He, he makes it... It's all about his image. Yeah, it's a whole package. Yeah, and so that makes it a little bit... Harder to enjoy, I should say. Even Young Thug uh, commented on Six Nine, calling him a rat. And Trippy Red is kind of inserting himself back in, well, saying like, you know, I don't yeah, fuck because, with him either. Yeah, well Which now Trippy Red is like a is like a battered ex girlfriend. I mean, yeah. Now he, they he have the the yin and the yang him. back, where they can kind of feud amongst themselves and still both build the label up. Yeah, and so. and always like, I feel like with their feud, it's very much a, a label, yeah. like propagated thing. I don't think there's any actual smoke between them. We'll see where he goes from here. Uh, XXL put out an article about the rappers with the most dedicated fan bases. I figured it would just be a quick little thing to touch on. They listed Eminem as as one of the one of the ones that has a big fan base, and his is just across so many like generations, generations of people. I mean, you have people from the '90s still listening to Eminem today. That I mean, I think that the age and how long he was able to maintain that enormous success is why you have have Eminem fans like they are. The this is the the most obvious to me is Playboy Cardi. Yep. That's a whole that's, <laughs> that's a whole a different kind of fan. That's a cult. Um I don't know if Uzi's on this list too, but I would say he's definitely Nicki Minaj's Barbies, I think they've fallen back over the years. Uzi definitely I think Uzi's fan base right now is definitely one of the strongest fan bases we've seen. I mean yeah. look at the streaming numbers. That's what that's what really should determine the strength of fans. I mean, obviously you have people commenting and stuff, but look at Nicki Minaj's last album, Queen. Yeah. It did abysmal numbers for Nicki Minaj. Like, nowhere near what she, what Pink Friday did and, and Pink Print and all those albums in the past. Uh, Eminem, I would say, still still is has a strong fan base. Like yeah, he said. does it's, numbers anytime. It's multi-generation. Even, yeah, even if we didn't really like the album. Right. He, all of his albums Which really have done numbers. I liked his last album. Yeah, I like the last one a lot. Um, I think Uzi, though, I mean, to, to do the numbers he does, you have to have a rabid fan base. Yeah. Playboy Cardi will do the same numbers whenever he decides to drop, by the way. Yeah, because I think, really, those two fan bases are almost one and the same. Right. Like, it's rare to find a Lil Uzi fan that, does that doesn't care for Playboy Cardi. Yeah. Kanye West is another one. For the same reason, I think, Eminem. You just have such a, a, a long run of And I would add albums. that Kanye's... Uh, cult-like personality his his bravado definitely carried him yeah through as well as him also jumping into fashion now had young thug on here which i can see that now yeah. travis scott they've got him listed too oh, that's that's that if you've been to a, if you've been yeah if you've been to a travis concert you know j cole 
Those are the uh, holier than thou intellectual. They all have holes in their shoes. They're they're rocking backpacks and um, they're constantly talking. Like to sit on roofs. Yeah, yeah. They like to sit on roofs. Tech Nine got all the the juggalos. Bro, that's another fan. That's another wild concert. Fuck with. Yeah. Kodak. I don't. I I can see it. I can see it, but I don't know. I'm not. Melly. They got Melly on here. I see that one, but uh, okay. Six nine is one that I don't like, even know if that's really the fan, fan base. base. I think it's more of just hip hop fans being entertained. He's a spectacle. Yeah. Let's see if they have anybody else on here worth worth talking about. I don't think so. No. But that was a good conversation. Is there um, anybody else you would add? Beyonce, but she's not this is rappers. Yeah. But I mean she's rap enough to, to put in this. The beehive is un unmatched. I, I think. would I would add Drake. I think Drake has a pretty big fan base. I would say OVO in general has a big fan yeah, base. Yeah, but can you look at a, like, can you, if you had people in a lineup, could you look at him and pick out the Drake fan? Uh, I think he's so big on, like, a... white guy. <laughs> yeah, but you could throw in the 40-year-old moms. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think Drake has so much diverse, like, diversified like music. Transcendent. All right, okay. He's transcendent fan base. I put him on a pedestal. He's... He's but a, I mean, he and cool. even like Lil Uzi Vert has had fans because he Tyler. came up. Yeah, Tyler's in Tyler's one. fan base. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. Where somebody can almost be like too big to where it's not really a fan base anymore. Yeah, you just, it's just like, popularity. Yeah, like Post Malone. Like yeah, look at that fan base. There's people that love him because of how his talent in hip hop. They like him because of how talented he is doing rock music and other genres of music. Denzel Curry, I would say. For me, I run the fan club. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and with it being Mother's Day tomorrow, they XXL had a little article also about uh, appreciative rhymes, like rappers' appreciative rhymes about their mother. Um, Tupac, obviously, um, and Dear Mama, that was all focused about his mom. That song will make you cry. Yeah. Kanye West, Hey Mama, yeah. also another one that's very touching. I didn't think about this one when I was reading through the article, but I, once I read it, I was like, oh, damn, I forgot about that. Yeah. On Soundtrack to My Life, um, Kid Cudi talks about. Um, how his mom couldn't afford gifts on Christmas time. Uh, what else here? E40, bring that one up. Tell me where to go. <laughs> we'll talk more about him later. Uh, but he had a song called I Love My Mama, and the lyric goes, Work three jobs all through the weekdays, but still managed to make it to my baseball games. We didn't have much, but we was grateful. Had a roof over our head and food on the table. I didn't even attempt to rap that like E40. Work three because, jobs? Yeah. <laughs> We don't have that West Coast Worked three jobs and we didn't have a car. <laughs> Big Sean. Had to walk uphill both ways. It was far. <laughs> but no, go go, be appreciative of your mother tomorrow. I forgot about that song letter to my mama by 21 Savage. Um, CeeLo? Shout out CeeLo. There's a long list. Go yeah. check it out on XXL if you guys want to see them all. There's quite a few. Little Yachty. Huh? Oh, I can do this one. You sacrifice so much to raise a child. I want to see you happy, see you smile. Oh, you're giving me, I can't repay. I will honor you today and always. Lobo. Lobo. Yeah. <laughs> so, if your mom, if you still have her around, give her a rose. Come give her something nice. Oh, yeah. Treat her. What you got for a fact this week? What you know this week? Well, apparently, uh, President Theodore Roosevelt owned a, hy- a pet hyena called Bill. Okay. Very fire. So he was like the OG Joe Exotic. Yeah, he was, for sure. Okay. That dude was out killing bears and stuff. I lost my fact. I had it pulled up so I could read it verbatim. But apparently, uh, 
Major League umpires cannot be replaced mid-game if they're sick or ill. It said, or even dead. So, (laughs) like, if he gets caught in the the throat with the fastball and he's just laid down there, they just, like, push him out of the way and the first base umpire walks down and says, I'll call the plate. That's crazy. I mean, if that's the case, why isn't MLB playing right now? I mean, if... if Are they coming back? I don't... Who really cares? Who cares? Exactly. Who watches MLB? Not till playoffs for me. Yeah. Um, let's get into Slime and B, Chris Brown and Young Thug. Do we have to? Yeah. Do we have You didn't like to? it? I, I thought it was, uh, it should have stayed on that piff. Because it kind of made sense when it came out on, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just capping here. It's fine that it's on other streaming platforms because nobody uses that piff anymore. Unless no, you're not really. Unless you were born in the 90s like us. Um. But I, I thought I thought it was a good collaboration. I think that there was some chemistry between the two. It didn't sound like it didn't sound like it was recorded like through email, I would say. I think there was a reason to make this project. I just don't know which fan base this pleases. It I my biggest takeaway is it's very obvious to see the songs that Chris Brown brought to Young Thug and said, Hey, get on these. The bottom half. And the ones that Young Thug took to Chris Brown and said, "Hey, get on these!" The like it's bi- yeah, it's very obvious to see who picked what beat. Um, some of the Young Thug vocals sounded very similar to "So Much Fun," so these may have been verses like the one Big Slimes with Gunna and Lil Duke. Those both sounded like that. That whole song sounded like it really belonged on "So Much Fun," but that would have been the third Gunna feature on <laughs> "So Much Fun." So I see why maybe it didn't make. And it may I may be speaking out of turn. It may not be. Yeah. from so much fun at all but it really sounded like it would have fit that album i think uh young thug and artists kind of like young thug we've said this a lot they're just kind of studio rats yeah who are constantly making music constantly creating constantly putting output and chris brown is too i mean you want to talk about a studio rat he put out a 40 over 40 tracks on one album yeah so did lil b lil b put out a hundred yeah tracks over, on one album. over a hundred nobody can com- compare to lil b but what I will say is, uh, the main takeaways from Simon B are that it it makes sense in the context that b- both of them are kind of melodic in their delivery, which is a good thing. Uh, it's not it's not really like they they don't have any compatibility with each other. I just think that they both kind of held back on what makes them great. Yeah, there were times like where I was really wishing Chris Brown would have been a more, more I guess, experimental with his vocals. Because I had one note: Chris Brown sounds like Chris Brown sounds like Chris Brown sounds like. Except for stolen. Yeah, I he changes it up a little the there. That was best one where for a minute I got that old passion. Like back. that, he can rap, and I was really hoping. Okay, both of these artists can both sing and they can both rap, so hopefully we'll see them do both. Young Thug can't sing. Young well, Thug knows how to utilize his vocals with autotune. Yeah. Chris Brown is a singer. Young Thug is not a singer. I would not put them on the same pedestal in a lot. I mean, do they bo- are they both able to harmonize using autotune? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yes. Like, I would have liked to see Young Thug maybe lean into a little more singing when Chris Brown was rapping and vice right. versa. But it was very kind of one-dimensional as far as what both of them were doing. There was nothing that Young Thug did that was spectacular nothing that chris brown did that was spectacular but they do sound good together when they're like harmonizing with each other like say you love me say you love me was the best track i would say off the whole project when i heard that i was pretty high i was like me too when chris (laughs) brown was doing the backing vocals for young thug i was like 
okay, they really sound good together. Right. Um, it's a really good intro. Uh, I think Chris Brown's vocals, like I said, were kind of stereotypical. Mm-hmm. Like it sounded like any other Chris Brown song. And I think that's hard when you have an artist that, I don't want to say is pigeonholed, but really is known for doing one thing very well. Yeah. Then you put him on with Young Thug, who can do a lot of things very well. Utilizes different flows where Chris Brown, like I said, it's Chris Brown, it's Chris Brown. Right. It's Chris Brown. And Young Thug, I told you that this kind of would would put proof that he could come out with like a beautiful Thug for Girls too, and it might be improved upon. But what I did forget is how folksy Thugger Girls yeah. is, more so than it is uh, Neo R&B, which I think this one is definitely going for a more Neo R&B sound. Um, which, like Jake said, it's it's kind of hard to to distinct to differentiate between each track, with the exception of um, "Say You Love Me." I would say "Go Crazy," um, "Stolen," and "Undrunk," but that one for a bad way. Because I think that song is trash. You don't like it? Oh, I think it's utter garbage. I mean, I like except, that they both got spotlights. Except for E40. You like Too Short? I mean, what, God, Too Short. no, dude. Go listen to Girls. If you Listen, I know, I know disrespect to Too Short. He has put in his time in the game. He's, he's, his own, he's a legend in his own right, I'm sure. But this beat is like trying to imitate a West Coast sound. I, even, I didn't really even, know who it was for. Yeah, exactly. It was very left field for this project. And not only that, it's also like Chris Brown is not putting in like the oomph that I think a lot of West Coast tracks have. Like if you listen to to a more traditional West Coast artist, like a Vince Staples, for example, when he's going for that G funk sound, there's bounce to the to the uh, to the hook. There's there's a clear just difference in the way that it's delivered, which. Chris Brown's just doing like a half-assed attempt of a West Coast sound. It's it sounds very, uh, it's not genuine to me. It doesn't come from a genuine place. Even though he lives in California, and I know he has that head tattoo on the back of his head, which is a symbol of of a gang in in the West Coast. I don't know. Uh, yeah, this is also the same guy that said, uh, "Put a shotgun to your brain," like Kurt Cobain. He says, uh, "All my n words do it for me. I never shot one." <laughs> Like, how are you going to drop gang-related lines and then say, I- I've never shot a shotgun? On a separate topic, why the fuck would you get rich and then try to join a gang? That, to me, is the dumbest thing that a lot of rappers dumb. do. Dumb. Like, stupid. Oh, oh I'm going to... Are you dumb, stupid, or dumb, huh? Like, which one? Because, you know, just just pay for security, dude. It's not, yeah. that, it's not that big a deal. Um, the label will pay for it, I promise you. Instead of getting pressed by West Coast gangsters every time you roll into town trying to do a concert. Yeah. Um... What did you think about the third track, Trap Back? So it was the, the Trap Back jumping on one here. I don't like it. I, it was so grating to me the first time. But then annoying. on the like next few listens, I kind of liked it because it was a little different. Yeah. Um, I really had, had a hard time getting any enjoyment out of this project. I don't think it was made for me, mind you. I'm, I'm, I would say I'm a fan for Young Thug. Um, I liked so much fun. I didn't love so much fun. I like more so the old Young Thug. I like, I like Barter Six Young Thug. I like, I like when he was a bit weirder. You know, when he was kind of left field, when he was wearing skirts and shit. I like that Young Thug. Same thing with Chris Brown. I kind of like the old Chris Brown. I don't really like this. Yeah. Like, 
I'm not a big fan of like the R and B Chris Brown. Like I like mixtape Chris Brown, and there's a big difference. Like same thing with Bob. Like Bob has fire mixtapes, but his albums to me are just eh. yeah. Um, And easy. I'm calling anything Bob does fire. Let's chill on that. It's not the mixtapes. He was so that is a waste of talent. (laughs) Bob is immensely. That wasn't the only thing. He's just kind of crazy. Yeah. But his mixtapes were very good. He was very proficient. I, he kind of wasted that career, I think. Um, and I don't. I'm not saying, by the way, to clarify. I still am. I'm a, a big fan of Young Thug, and I like like Out West. I would say yeah. like I like that because it's very weird. Like I like when Young Thug comes, and you're like, what the fuck is? Nobody else can do that on a track. When I listen to this project, it sounds like both of them chose the middle of the road. To make both fan bases kind of happy, but nobody really awed in awe with this project. Yeah, because it kind of came and went. Let's be honest. I mean, no, nobody's really talking about this. The, the only day after only game. song to me that really sticks out and will get a lot of play. Say you love going on is no. Um, she bumped her head with Gunna. That track is hot. That's Gunna's feature. That's yeah. That's just as good to me as hot with him and him Jesus. and Young Thug. That's a big. That's a big thing. Um. Gunna's vocals are like silk sheets running through my ears. I don't understand I like how that. how he can like say everything so smooth. Yeah, I mean he can bend like the way he can bend words to fit his rhyme scheme. For example, he said, "I just got me a rose gold chain. It remind me of Moet, like the yeah. the wine. Got the Louis v, Louis yeah. V shirt, belt, and chains. Should have seen how I wore it. Yeah, like only Gunna could twist that Moet and wore it. Yeah, and make it sound like make it's it just." He is a cheat code. What I will say is, look at the tutor. Whenever I see an artist like that, look who they're under. Yeah. Young Thug is is doing something that I don't think a lot of people give him credit for, and that is, finally, we're seeing an artist develop his artist. Gucci Mane, even though he put on a lot of artists, I don't think he put in the time to develop them, and to to... To be fair, he was imprisoned for a lot of yeah. when the Migos he were coming up. When if Young he, Thug was yeah, coming if up. if Gucci would have been in the headspace that he is now, yeah. ten years ago, we it'd be totally different. I, I honestly think Young Thug would be a better artist. Like all the people that spurned off of Gucci Mane would have. I don't want to say had a head start, but would have been a little bit further ahead than they are now. Because they kind of had to develop as as time went on. But if you look at Young Thug, if you see. Gunna's evolution, and and I, and I still don't like Drip or Drown Two or or a lot of his projects, but his evolution, we've seen that. I think Gunna now knows what his strength is, and he'll play to his strengths. Yeah. Same thing with Lil Baby. I will say that the deluxe edition of his last album, I think there's a bit more potential there. He's not, I would say, as developed as Gunna is, but he also doesn't have the melody that Gunna has, which. Not very many artists, I would say, do. But shout out to Young Thug. I really do think he is putting time into his artists, which we didn't see in past labels like a la Young Money, um, yeah. MMG. I mean, yeah, they really wasted a lot. They waste. Oh, think about all the tax write-offs that Young Money has. Yeah. Think about it. Your favorite one. I'm gonna, gonna. I put her under. <laughs> no Stevie Wonder. So... It's just uh, it's it's good to see that young thug, and he's putting his artists on everything he's on. Yeah, he's giving them a platform. The one thing I will say, I, I would like to see in the future, and I know it's it's got to be coming, Young yeah. Thug and Gunna together. I don't know if I want to hear a full length album, but a good little EP between the two of them, they have extreme chemistry. Some uh, I could I I wouldn't be mad at that. I'll, 
I, I mean, like you it. look at what he did with with Hot. Like, if you can come with that energy on a track together, that's kind of a once in a generation. That's what I songs. thought. And then she bumped her head. It's just honestly, it would have scored a ten if it wasn't for the Kurt Cobain line that Chris Brown yeah. did. And that was the one time I did think that Chris Brown was creative. Like he held his own as far as leaning into Gunna and Young Thug style mm-hmm. a little bit. Kind of emulated their melody to an extent, like you said. They're they're not on the same level as far as singing goes, but he really leaned into the melody that Gunna and Young Thug were carrying. Yeah, on that track. But yeah, the Kurt Cobain line is just distasteful, okay. in my opinion. Are there any of the other tracks that you want to highlight? On I like Big Slime. So that was one with Gunna and Lil Duke. Lil Duke did his thing on there. That felt like a Atlanta takeover when I heard that yeah. track. It really didn't even feel like Chris Brown had much. No, he did it. Presence on it. Um, I I like what Lil Duke did on Barter Six a little bit better. Lil um, Duke is is somebody else who I would say he has was on a with that potential. and Dome on Barter Six. I love with that. If you haven't listened to with that, go check out that song. Yeah. Um, I like. Did you like animals or animal? Uh, I don't remember it. I'll pull it up and play it for you. That one, that one really reminded me of like a true like two thousand like late like two thousand Chris, Brown. Chris he, Brown. He was kind of singing more. That's why I said the second half is more so Chris Brown. By the way, we'll skip to the. It's fine. Like I, just the way they rode that melody was nice. Like I just don't care. Yeah, you like, know that's the problem. Like I you don't know, like, care. In like 2008, like that would have been like a been club. Hot. Yeah, this would have been a club hit. That's the thing. Like a lot of the problem with a lot of Chris Brown now is, I mean, when you put out over 40 tracks, he's making music for his diehard fans. But when you when you collaborate with Young Thug, you you force people like me who are not necessarily Chris Brown fans to listen now, and and this that doesn't do anything for me emotionally. Also, it's it's just overall this project. I don't think it needed to exist. I I still despite the despite the brief moments of of melody and chemistry Young Thug and Chris Brown have. I just don't really think this project needed to come out. Um, I would have been fine if it if it just stayed in the vault and we never heard it, because it's really boring to me. And even the tracks that I think are ab- above average, they're not they're not any reason why I need to come back to this tape. They're not making it on any playlist that I'm bumping. It's really just not for me. It's not my cup of tea. Also, Denzel Curry and JPEG Mafia put out a song together. So, do you think I was really listening to this more than twice? Like, it could have been shorter. I listened to Bald fifty-five times. I can already rap it word for word. Bald, bald remix. Bald remix featuring Denzel Curry. Yeah. No, I think it could have been shorter. I didn't have a problem with the length necessarily. I just, it's just not for me. It's just not for me. Yeah, I mean, it's just two diverse artists. That I you wouldn't have expected to come together, and I wouldn't say that it was bad, but no, it's it's not, it's unnecessary. That's what I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy anytime you get to hear more Young Thug, and I think that's why the songs I like the most were oh, from the top Thug half. Heavy. Yeah, because yeah. the bottom half. I mean, like I said, like I think Chris Brown has his moments, especially on Stolen. Like, um, I think that was that was one of my favorites from the bottom half of the album, but. Uh, undrunk was just left a bad taste in my mouth, and then I just kind of wanted it to be over. Like, and on its own, I think it would have been fine. But there, it, what was the point of like? Who would have ever thought that Chris Brown, E Forty, and Too Short 
Like that's even What's more the left hickory field. Hickory dickory thought is. No, he so said hickory dumb. dickory dock. I don't even think he says thought. I think he said thought. I'm gonna look it up. I think he says just hickory dickory dock, which I thought which was is just even as weird. dumber. But but either way, if he's trying to do like a play on dock and thought, it's 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 lackluster too. Well, uh, and no disrespect to Chris Brown, but or to or again, E40 does his thing. I love E40. No disrespect to Chris Brown, but. Have we ever really looked at... Okay, Hickory Dickory Thought. I told you. Uh, have we ever really looked at Chris Brown as a lyricist? No. To no. be... F- and, again, but no I, disrespect but, to Chris Brown, but if it wasn't for the dancing, yeah. I think that's what really brings a lot of his stage presence as far as performing also goes. Also, his sex appeal for women. Like, let's yeah. be, uh, Chris Brown is a, is, a, is a woman's artist before he appeals to 25-year-old guys. Um, another thing I'll say is... It, it, this doesn't take. This is not me saying that this is a bad project. This is me telling you that as a reviewer, in my opinion, this project was not made with me in mind. I'm also the person. I'm a weirdo when it comes to hip hop. I like. I've been listening to Feet of Clay. Go tell me anybody who's listening to Chris Brown and Young Thug <laughs> yeah. and who's also listening to Earl Sweatshirt's Feet of Clay. Not like, many. Not many. Nobody. I will. Tell yeah, you. that pie chart's very heavily it's offset. It's non-existent almost. It's. It's and less, also less than one percent. Yeah, it's also like when you're saying that Chris Brown's not a lyricist. Most of the hip hop made nowadays is not lyrical hip hop. No, it's 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 actually based on. I mean, let's let's keep it a buck. It's eight oh eights, it's hi hats, and it's auto tune, auto tune yeah. and catchy hooks. Which again, I'm I'm fine with that. There are artists who do that well, but this but this project in particular. It hits this middle road to me that makes it so forgettable that it that it's it's boring to me. I just don't care about it. Yeah. I really don't care. Uh, one thing I, when you said undrunk kind of left a bad taste in your mouth. That's where it kind of turned for me. Why would you do a collab project with Young Thug and then have and not, all these yeah, features and not well that but not have him on the last two tracks? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. Which goes to also tell you this was a bit thrown together and like you said i think each of them was like hey i have six tracks hey yeah. i have six tracks let's just put them together which i mean to be fair if you go back to um what was featured in drake's uh collab uh what a time to be alive what a time to be alive that's kind of the same thing where they they had a few yeah. songs together but they, they had chemistry all... beforehand but, like this was so weird but, to me because i was like why? But not only that, I don't think if you go back to what a time to be alive, the best songs on there are more so when Drake did his own thing and Future did his own thing. Yeah. Live from the gutter is is just a Future track. Thirty for Thirty freestyle is just a Drake track. The only one where I would say was like them yeah, Big two Rings together, and Jumpman. Big Rings and Jumpman, and those digital are digital dash so was just, kind of a hit. I too. fuck with digital yeah. dash, but digital dash will tell you. Uh, Drake uh, said this that that was a Future song that was already finished. Yeah. that he just kind of jumped on. If we're going to compare the two, and if we want to look at this what from the past into the like future, you, and how long ago did What a Time to Be Alive come out? 2015 or 16, I think. So you ask me in four years about this track, and I'm, or this tape, and I'm probably not going to remember any tracks of it. Maybe, and I re- maybe and we were, like you said, like we remember Yeah, we just named over half of that whole track, or yeah. half of that whole album. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I said, I thought it was kind of weird when I heard it was being announced. It's cool for the moment. I think that's what they did. They did it for the moment. They did it for like the wow factor of look at these two artists that you never think would be together or together. But the product that you get out of it is so mediocre that really it doesn't do anything to enhance Chris Brown's image or Young Thug's image. Because let's be honest, 
Young, I mean, Chris Brown gets a boost from Young Thug because Young Thug is hot right now. Yeah. But I'm not saying Chris Brown is irrelevant or anything like that, but he has kind of struggled with the mainstream light in, yeah. in, in, in the most recent years. He's been His name hasn't carried the same weight that it did in 2010, 2011, when he was putting out tracks like Look At Me Now. Yeah, dude, you're a dancer. Make a song, make a dance, and put it on TikTok if you want the hit. Yo, he should do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean... If Chris Brown was on TikTok... He would, he might blow that side up. Yeah, I can't believe we just said Chris Brown should make a TikTok though. Uh, he may have one. I'm, I just may be ignorant to that fact. I'm not on TikTok, so I can't tell you. I'm not either. Yeah. What do you want to give it? What's your, it's what's your rating? It's a two for it's me. A two it's for you? A two okay. for I gave it a seven because I enjoyed it, okay. but it, like, like you said, it's for the moment. Like, yeah. there's no concept, there's no like real theme. To me, it's take what you want from it. Yeah, and for me, it's just. It's more boring than it is anything else, so I just I just didn't enjoy it. Like, that's all. Yeah, I mean, there's good. I think for me, there was good tracks littered throughout. So it, when one song would drag, the next one would kind of pick it back up. Like for me, like I ain't trying. Didn't really care for that at all. Mm-hmm. Gave it a four. But then I really enjoyed Animal. So it was kind of like bouncing back and forth. Like, ah, okay, yeah, this is ah, it's okay for what it is. And yeah. then okay, damn, I like this. But yeah, for album quality, it's not the best, but. Objectively, if there was nothing that I heard and I was like, damn, I really just hate that. I just hated how boring it was. Okay. That's For me, that's what it was. And and that's kind of the reason why I'm giving it a two. Um, because I didn't gain anything from this. It was, If anything, for me, it was a waste of time. Yeah. That's I, I mean, it was, for me. it was nostalgic for the Dat Piff days. Like, if it would have stayed on there, I wouldn't have been mad. Right. Uh, hardly got, like, I think when I looked at it, when it came out... It had like ninety nine percent likes right. and one percent dislikes, yeah. uh, so it did did good numbers on Datpiff. And um, and again, like I said, this will make both fan bases happy. It doesn't. I don't think anybody is like oh, I, except for me. <laughs> like that's that maybe it, maybe I'm the one percent in this situation, and, and that's fine. Yeah, it's a little too feature heavy for a collab album. Um, at times, I think the two of them have good chemistry, and if I think if they put out like singles from here together, I think this tape would build enough interest to yeah. maybe help boost a single or a, a hit. Let me give together. a credit to Young Thug and Chris Brown. Would I rather hear Chris Brown and Young Thug or Drake and Chris Brown together? Chris Brown and Young, Young Thug, Thug any day. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because uh, at least it's kind of interesting. Chris Brown. <laughs> Chris Brown. That was the only funny. Yeah, thing that's the that only thing that I can't even tell you the name of that song, and that's the only thing I remember. From I it. can't either. I can't either. Yeah. So, when do we get want, back... Do we have anything to talk about in regards to sneakers? Not really. I picked up um, a pair. I got those let's React Air Force let's, Ones. Let's yeah, I got the React going. Air Force Ones yesterday. That was actually a hard cop. They were general release, and they sold out in like five minutes. Damn. Yeah, so it wasn't like a sneakers exclusive. Uh, yeah, they were gone pretty quick. But I got a pair of those, the ZX4000s that I bought last week. You still haven't in? come in yet. Oh, okay. Uh, so we'll see when those come in. I'm pretty excited about both of those. But yeah, nothing big. Um, the sulfurs came out today. I didn't even try. I didn't get them. Yeah. I, I wanted to, but um, I had, I ended up having to work. So. And for everybody that went crazy for the royal toes, you played yourself because they put them out yesterday. They were <laughs> they were online yesterday for like four hours, almost a full-size run for four hours that you could get. So if, if you were trolling on Twitter, oh, sneakers app sucks, Yeah. you could have got those yesterday. I think they're dropping on, uh, oh, the royal blues. Yeah, the royal blues yeah, that those, came out today. Yeah. Like uh, full release, but. The Nike, listen, can we be honest, the Jordan 1, it, 
They need to come out with something else. Well, that it's that is a much. that's a classic colorway. So I I understand the hype behind it. But they have oh they keep putting out classic colorways. At some point, it's not, not classic really. anymore. Like last year. They put out the pine greens, like that's an OG colorway. The like anytime, ones. yeah. Well, I don't know if they really. I mean, that's it's on an OG high, but I don't know if that's really an OG colorway. Like the bread toes, the Chicago's, royal toes, the UNC blues, like it's, those. Just because of the color alone, like the royal blues, all the Duke fans yeah. rush for those. The UNC obviously you have the Jordan cosine with I think UNC to me, being like, played the, there. The definition of insanity is just like sneakerheads like when it comes to buying jordan ones if you have more than i would say i mean i guess there are people that collect one silhouette but it just i, I like the odd blatant cash grab it's it's just blatant cash grab at this point they're not doing anything creative even adidas like think about how many times they've put out the same well, the jo- last year the models. jordan one was pretty creative last year because they collabed with people they didn't just throw oh here's the pine greens here's the chicago's here's the bread toast yeah again. they did some like, like they the- did the fearless pack so they had like the blue the greats like i like the creative like one-off jordan ones yeah and i'm not the guy that says oh i got the i had the got the chicago's in 08 but i gotta get them this year when they come out like right. i want a pair of chicago's because it's a classic one but once i get one colorway like i'm not gonna be like oh i gotta get Ooh, 20, it's 2024, and they're putting out the Chicago's. I got to get yeah. the 2024 version. Like, yeah, I'm not with it like that. Yeah. I'm glad to see that they're they're kind of moving on from the one a little bit. I think this is going to be the year the dunk. We've already seen that. Which already that's kind of gotten played out, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, as we said on the last episode, I'm glad that that's getting more re-exposure, re-exposure to right. the like, mainstream. Because right. before, I mean, and even now, still some of the limited dunks are skate shop only right. releases. So they're kind of... It's kind of a sneakerhead shoe that's almost out of the grasps of sneakerheads because right. instead of going to, I mean, most big cities have at least one big brick and mortar shoe store like Foot Action Finish Line. Chain. Whereas, yeah, whereas with those skate shop exclusives, Chain. you can't just go to the mall and pick them up. Right. So, what you rocking today? Gucci flip flop. No Supreme. He tag tag teamed the. The Supreme out for the Gucci's. <laughs> in uh, in honor of uh, of the bald remix dropping, I shaved my head. Okay. And, and I wanted everybody to see it. Well, I, I shaved. To see it. I shaved my uh, fur burger. So, <laughs> just for that song. What? It's bald. <laughs> fur burger is the most disgusting. It is term. the one of the worst. <laughs> worst slang terms for the vagina. That just gave me nightmares. Honestly. I've got more. You want to hear more? <laughs> no. Axe wound. Axe wound is my favorite. <laughs> Axe wound. Axe wound. Oh, God. Uh, but yeah, that's that's really been it for sneakers. We'll see what's coming out soon. I think when coronavirus kind of dwindles down, it, that's gonna pick back up because there's been a lot of stuff just kind of put on hold. Yeah, and people are are people are starting to relax, I would say, a little bit more in regards to the coronavirus, and we are seeing people going outside. We're seeing a lot of people go outside in South Carolina yeah. they're around right now. Fuck. <laughs> We've hell. been seeing a lot of people go outside. Yeah, yeah they, were, they were like, say what? Stay inside. Yeah, which we had had decreasing Fishing numbers season. up until yesterday. Yeah. They went back up yesterday. Um, but we had had under, under 100 for like two days in a row, and they were dropping, so the curve's flattening a little here, but people are still... People are still going out not social distancing, sharing dip spit with each other. I'm telling you, it's crazy out here, guys. Spit in my mouth. <laughs> you got long cut. I, I need a bud. <laughs> you think you non non southeast listeners are, <laughs> think it's jokes? 
but it's facts. For sure. Um, what have you been listening to? I've been listening, obviously, this a lot. Let's go see let's see what iTunes says Says I've been listening to. Um, I went and added a song that I guess I just missed when we listened. I don't think we, we didn't talk about it on the podcast, but I know we both listened to it, was the uh, Top Boy album. Mm-hmm. Uh, a female rapper from UK, Little Sims. The song okay. called Venom was on that okay. that tape. Very, very good. Um, obviously, I listened to Gooba. Say very good in Trump voice, please. Very good. <laughs> Huge success. Um, like I said, I did listen to uh, Just Because Y'all Waited to Lil Durk. Should we review that one instead of Nav? We're not reviewing Nav. Yeah, let's let's review Lil Durk. Nav got a... We've already reviewed Nav once, I feel like. Nav has a negative five in my book. <laughs> If, if I need to, and guess what, guys? Brown boys keep on hating because I'm a real brown boy and I don't coast Nav. I, I just, like you, we've both said, if you're a Nav fan, please DM us and tell I like us. to wear Supreme. I like to eat them beans. Still, still spinning the Scots. Uh, still listening to After Hours the Weekend. Uh, Turn of the Take still up there. Heaven or Hell, Don Tolliver still in there. Uh, okay. That's definitely, I think, going to make my year end. Went back to Without Warning, 21 Savage, Fine. Offset, and Metro Boomin. Incredible. That's a non-skipper. Uh, Astro World. I spent about it. Jack Harlow's in there. A couple like Apple curated playlists. Let's not mention that name either. Let's let's just put Jack Harlow with Nav. What's well, popping? I'd rather Jack Harlow has a better. Yeah, he can rap actually. Yeah, and he, he he's good in interviews. Like yeah. he seems like a guy that you would want to yeah. sit down and have a conversation. No with. disrespect to no no complete disrespect. Yeah. So, what you been listening to? Bald remix, uh, Denzel Curry. Unlocked and Kenny Beats. Unlocked. <laughs> um, Dark Lane demo tapes. I've been playing that one kind of heavy. Um, Zoo. I went back to Zoo, Denzel Curry's album. I went back to some rap songs by Earl. Uh, Feet of Clay by Earl. Uh, I was listening to Max the Demon because I was getting into some uh, New York drill. And um, he, his name sort of popped up. And uh, went back to Kendrick's Damn. And um, went to Lil Sky's single "Fidget" too. Okay. And um, lastly, something something a little little off the hip hop path, um, Elder Dead Root Stirring, which is actually kind of an interesting listen. Let's check that one out. Oh, and um, um, Modus Vivente. Yeah. By O Seven O Shake. I went back to that project and um, some of those tracks. That, made yeah, that one with Future is incredible. Like I think that's one of the best. No, that's that's um. No, that's... Uh, I'm thinking of... Yeah, um, you're thinking of... Um, what's her name? Wh- why now? I can't think of it. <laughs> you're thinking of somebody FKA else. FKA Twigs. FKA Twigs, yeah. yeah. No, 070 Shake. Um, she's the one who did, like, Guilty Conscience. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. Pines. Yeah. Um, no, I, I we actually just listened to that uh, album of Twigs. And that future, the future song it's came on. That's one of the best future features that we've gotten in a while. And Very it's not, on it's content. Not you'd, you'd expect to like no. And also another interesting feature of hers with the hip hop artist is ASAP Rocky and her have a song on on testing that you can okay. check out too. She's had a, a decent year. She was at the she danced at the Grammys for who was it? She she's danced incredible, with incredible man. She's she's like she's kind of a total package. I would say like a Chris Brown who like yeah. sings and dances and she choreographs all her own uh, music videos. Uh, she's she's uh, like bone chillingly talented. I, I love I like her a lot. Anything else for him before we hit the writing prompt? Oh, I did buy, I actually made a purchase, a, a, a impulse buy, kind of. But I did buy um, uh, Earl 
was uh, Feet of Clay on vinyl. Okay. So I can't wait to get that one. That'll be a good one on vinyl. Yeah, it'll be coming in June. We'll listen to East really June? loud. Oh. <laughs> uh, for the writing prompt this week, it, it's do you believe in luck? If so, do you have a lucky charm? Ooh. Yeah, I do believe in luck. I think, I, I don't know if it's, I, I believe more so in karma. Like, I think, in my opinion, a lot, and I, I had a line on Terrible Times about luck is really just karma in disguise. Mm. I think. Now, granted, there are some shit, pretty shitty people that seem to just continue getting Six lucky. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> So and, that goes and throws the karma thing out the window. Yeah. But listen, I, I think it Yoga Whippy. Yeah. You yeah. get right. You get out what you put in. For sure. Um, as far as Lucky Charm, I, I even playing sports, like I was never one that, I got to wear these socks or I've got to wear this. Well, the, no offense, but our your, that baseball team lost yeah. almost every game. <laughs> I'm talking, yeah. <laughs> high school baseball, Jesus wouldn't have helped us win. <laughs> You guys had the Son of God on I think that was his... The, yeah, if, if if the Lord had a guilty pleasure, it was watching our high school baseball <laughs> team lose abysmally. Um, but no, I think the only only time I ever could have said that maybe this is a lucky charm, in 2015 when the Panthers went to the Super Bowl, I, for every game, the only jersey I had that was the, my Cam Newton jersey, so I wore that every time we watched the game. Right. Well, my mom for Christmas got me an, an alternate, another jersey, and she gave it to me early so I could wear it when we went to go see them play Atlanta in Atlanta. Spoiler alert, they lost. <laughs> More disappointing than the Super Bowl loss, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and that was the only time I was, like, almost considering, like, damn, is that real? But, I mean, I know people who are, like, so, like, superstitious about sports. It's incredible. I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little superstitious. One of our, one of our friends. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like you can't if if they're winning and you're out of the room, you're out of the room for good. Like I know a lot of people like that, and right. it's yeah, it's just I, I I can't get with that. I have a lucky suit that I wear to every job interview. Oh yeah, do you play suit and tie when you in the car pu- getting pumped up? No, you know what I do listen to though. Um, SDP by Travis Scott. Every single time I go Put to an interview, about something about that song to me puts me in like a. A relaxed mood, obviously. I mean, the subject matter alone should tell you that. But I listen to that song, and I listen, or I wear the suit. It's by the way, it was tailored by my grandfather, who died. So I think it also carries. I feel like I'm yeah. carrying that with me, you know. So um, I I do that, but I don't really have any sort of like ritual or anything that I, I guess that's kind of a ritual. I turn the lights off seven times, like on and off, on and off, on and off before I leave for work. That's OCD. Should, oh, should get, I see somebody about yeah. that? <laughs> we'll get you a therapist. Okay. We'll get you a therapist. I'm down for that. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else? No, that's it. Um, uh, thank Stay you. tuned. We will not be reviewing NAV, so that that is definitely <laughs> not on the table to be talked about. We have very bad intentions for NAV, so we will not touch good intentions. Yeah. I now, hope if you all understand. We'll eat our words. If if one NAV fan explains to us why they like NAV, we'll review good intentions. It's specifically for you and shout you out at the beginning. So if you do want to hear us review it, tell us. But Tell them the Instagram so they can DM us. Yeah. But, I mean, unless we're going to find the one in, one NAV fan. It's probably we're probably Hit not going to At HLHPO, if you give me a, a and if you you cannot say these words, you can't say it's a vibe, and you cannot say good production. If you tell me those two, I will block you yeah. from the Instagram. If you give us a good reason, I'll drop the address. You can come have a face to face sit down and tell me why you, <laughs> you like that. That's how interested episode. we are in learning why you like Nev. Imagine just both of us just put both mics on the guy. Fascinating. Tell us more. Keep going. Fascinating. Yeah. 
Still a two. Oh, yeah, really? <laughs> Is that so? Isn't that interesting? Yeah, it wouldn't be good. No. That'd be the, probably the shortest episode ever. Yeah, for sure. Can I give us a ride-out song? Yeah, what oh, you go got? Ahead. Did you want to hit us with a sound effect? Well, yeah, th- when you were talking, like... <laughs> <laughs> There's us reviewing Nav. Yeah. Good intentions. I have bad intentions. Bad, oh, bad intentions? Bad intentions. Okay. No, no, it is good intentions, okay. but I have bad intentions yeah. for the project. I, I have care. no intentions of listening <laughs> to it again. Hit us with that bald remix, and okay. uh, it's, uh, Denzel starts at 49 seconds. <laughs> I have I've only for you, listened to it a few times. Yeah, for you kids at home that don't know the definition of Dick Rider, when you pull that up, Hakeem's picture is me, sitting right next it's to it. It's me with JPEG Mafia, MC Ride, and Denzel Curry's cock like in my face. Okay, you took it right step, there. a little step. Go ahead, too gentlemen. Far. Um, <laughs> I did like JPEG Mafia on that track a lot. Bald is one of my favorites he's put out this year. He you said 49, just, 49 49 seconds, seconds or 59. Yeah. I think it's you you need you have an I'm OCD. Yeah. You have a problem. <laughs> he starts at forty nine seconds. <laughs> Here's JPEG Mafia Denzel Curry Bald remix. My life was written already, so I was gifted already. And with this God-given talent, I knew the devil been met me. Can't compare me to Jesus because he ain't know his father. He told me peace, peace, still, and see that still is revolver. Cause in my hood, these niggas popping mollies and shooting. I'm stressed the fuck out. That's why I must have missed to get suited. I'm trapped in my head between the thoughts of health and my wealth. Right next to being selfish and just being myself. The fast bit of slash cash, get a pass in a sipping bag. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to another episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. We appreciate you spending your time with us. Don't forget to share us with your family and friends. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HLHPO. Once again, that's HLHPO. Thanks for the support, and until next time, see ya!